0: And the new look delivered straight to your door with drizzly or instacart celebrate responsibly coors brewing company golden colorado with metro by t-mobile your hard-earned money goes further this tax season there's zero fees to switch enjoy metro's lowest price just 25 bucks a line for four lines plus get four free samsung galaxy phones when you switch now that's the best deal in wireless metro by t-mobile empowering you to rule your day all lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Excludes sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See Metro by
1: The Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast postgame show is brought to you by Triple Threat Sports, Mariska's in Crest Hill, Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe, Rabid Brewing in Homewood, Illinois, and by Michael Elwood of Remax First Service. Here are your hosts, NBC Chicago's James Naveau and 670 the Scores hockey guy, Jay Zawoski. Let's drop the puck. Welcome into the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post game show. Jay Zawoski with you again here tonight as the Blackhawks lose 3 2 in overtime to the Vancouver Canucks. And this was really a tale of two games. Uh, that's kind of a cliche I use a lot, but but truly, that was the case tonight. Uh, first period ends with the Blackhawks with a 1-0 lead. Then the second period begins, and it is all Vancouver. Outshooting the Hawks 11-4, to a sloppy effort by the Hawks in the second period. Couldn't connect on a pass, couldn't generate a shot on gold, couldn't get the puck out of their own zone, and truly fortunate in to escape the second period down only a goal. Corey Crawford was outstanding, and the Hawks were able to clear out some pucks uh, in front of him to relieve some pressure. But, man, they had a hell of a time getting out of their own way in the second period. And you have to give some credit to Vancouver. They played very well. They had a very solid game. Uh, Thatcher Demko in goal, I think this was his fifth NHL game, had a really strong performance against the Hawks tonight. So that second period was all Canucks, and I was interested in what the response would be. Now look, this was, from here on out, every game's going to be the biggest game of the year, and tonight's game was no exception, especially knowing that Arizona had lost to Tampa uh, tonight, so the Hawks, there were points there to gain. When the period ended, and Don Granato, uh, at the beginning of the third period, talked to uh, Eddie and Pat, he said, they, they asked him, you know, what are you telling your players here? What are they? What's the message to these guys entering the third period? And he said something to the effect of, we don't need to tell them anything. They're saying it to each other. The Blackhawks realized the opportunity they had to take a point or two in this game. They ended up taking one with Phoenix losing and with the way they were only down to go after the performance they had, you saw a tangible difference in effort and execution in the third period. And call it desperation, call it want to, call it whatever you want. But James and I talk about this all the time on this podcast. We are true believers in the metrics of the game. They matter, they mean something. However, the human element should not be discounted And anyone that watched this game with any sort of open mind at all could see that the effort in the third period was much, much better than in the first period. There was absolutely no question about it at all. I'm sorry, than in the second period. There was no question about it at all that a different Blackhawks team came out of that locker room in the third period and took the game to the Canucks. Looking at the box score here, I mentioned the shots on goal. First period, Vancouver had a 10, I'm sorry, an 11 to 10 shot advantage. Okay, whatever, flip a coin. Second period, Vancouver outshoots the Hawks 11 to 4. So after two periods, the Blackhawks have 14 shots on goal. In the third period, the Blackhawks outshot Vancouver 17 to 11. So they had more shots in the third period than they had the entire 40 minutes before that. So they came out with a different attitude, with a different level of intensity, and you could see all 12 of those forwards and all 6 of those defensemen elevating their game and playing harder. And if we're going to if we're going to sort of shrink this down a little bit, I mentioned it on the podcast before. That when I, when I look at Brendan Perlini, I'm seeing Brian Bickle. I'm seeing a guy who is capable Of taking over games, taking over shifts, having a week or two span where he's just absolutely on fire. Today, Perlini was named the number two star of the week, NHL's number two star of the week, and he deserved it. He's been outstanding. And you saw him in that third period, even though he didn't score a goal, you could not take the puck from him without a fight. He was on the boards, winning every battle, or at least competing as hard as he could for every battle. That stuff, effort matters. That stuff matters, and you've heard Jeremy Cowton say it directly. If he wants to, you hear people say that about Brendan Perlini a lot. You heard it about Brian Bickle a lot. If he wants to, he can be a dominant player. It's up to that player, and tonight we saw that on a team scale from the Blackhawks. When they decided they wanted to compete as hard as they could, they did it, and they took it to the Canucks. They were able to tie the game Then it gets to overtime. Vancouver wins the faceoff and scores very quickly. I can't get mad about a three-on-three overtime loss. It's really just a crapshoot anyway. Um, You would have liked to win that faceoff. Sure, they didn't. Maybe if they had, they would have won the game, but they got the point against tough odds, not impossible odds, but against tough odds considering how the first 40 minutes had gone. Um, So you have to like the battle back. You have to like what they showed in this game. And again, Thatcher Demko Vancouver's goalie needs some credit he was really really good tonight there were a lot of chances that he stopped a lot of saves he made um, that maybe in a typical game wouldn't have been made also a bunch of Canucks laying out blocking shots late in the game late in the third period Tyler Mott got in front of a uh, Gustav Forsling slap shot to the inside of his instep looked brutal he was clearly in a lot of pain but both of these teams balled out it was a really good hockey game I really enjoyed watching tonight's game even though the second period sort of sucked for the Blackhawks um it was competitive it was intense and now that we're in this playoff hunt the games have that feel to them and when me and James do a, a lo- another long podcast we're going to spend some more time on this but we've been talking a lot about The value of playoff experience versus the value of a better pick right and I'm trying to find out I don't really know where I stand on this I think I'm probably leaning towards playoff experience at this point I think I'd rather have that right and you want your players competing hard obviously no player is going to mail it in you're not going to see a guy miss a shot on purpose to get a better draft pick that will never happen never Um, but when you look at it even if the Hawks don't make the playoffs. This stretch run where they are battling their asses off to get that final playoff spot, they're basically already playing playoff games. Every game from this point to the end, and you can go back maybe five, six, seven, ten 10 games, and it's been the same way. The Hawks need every point they can get to, to battle this out and to get this final playoff spot. As of this moment, as of right now, it's 10, 18 p.m., on March 18th, the Blackhawks are four points out of the final wild card spot. They have a game in hand on Arizona, who holds the final wild card spot with 78. Minnesota also ha- has one more game played than the Hawks. They have 77 points. The Hawks and Avalanche tied at 74 points, tied at 72 games. So uh, right now, the Oilers, the Oilers, the Avalanche have that point advantage uh, over the Blackhawks. So, uh, not the point advantage, but the standing advantage over the Blackhawks. So, they've got some work to do. They've got three teams to jump over, and they've got 10 games to do it. So, you want to talk about playoff experience? You want to talk about big game experience? Regardless of whether or not they get that final wild card spot, they are having big game experience. And tonight, in the third period, I loved the response. Now, look, Vancouver is not winnipeg or nashville or tampa bay or some big juggernaut stanley cup favorite but the hawks did not have their best game and they found a way to overcome and they found a way to get that extra point point. and as a hawk fan you have to be really satisfied with that look the fact that all these games are this important there's going to be a letdown there's going to be a game where they don't look great or they look a little bit tired because these guys are exhausting themselves Think about how much hockey Patrick Kane has played this year and how he how physically and mentally demanding it has to be on him to just carry this team night after night after night. And Corey Crawford coming back from injury, probably still not in prime condition physically, right? He's not totally in the starter's physical health as far as endurance goes and as far as conditioning goes. He's working his way back in the middle of this playoff chase. There's a lot of factors to consider here and when you see a period like the second period, you want to be mad about it. You want to, you know, flip your t- your coffee table over and get pissed off, but it's understandable. It's a young team with some inexperienced players that are counting on the veterans to really do everything here and that's taking its toll on the veterans. Those guys who have played all these huge games in their career and are probably all of them really on the tail end are on the at least on the not tail end but the the decline of their careers. Even Kane and Taves, you're going to start to see even though they're both having great years this year, they're closer to the end than they are to the front of their prime. Uh, Keith and Seabrook. Keith has really elevated his game lately. He's been really good. Um, I think Brent Seabrook's actually played pretty well lately. So these guys are. They're to, I guess you can't say balling out are they pucking out is that what you do in hockey I don't know but it's been um, it's been a really fun ride I've said this about the Hawks for a long time this season if nothing else they're entertaining they're never out of a game they're going to show you some dazzling plays whether the puck ends up in the back of the net or not uh, and despite a bad period tonight overall a pretty solid performance they deserve to get that point based on the third period And now they need a little bit of help. So um, let's take a look at the schedule for tomorrow. Uh, Let's see who's in action. Looking at it in real time, like a true professional. Uh, St. Louis plays tomorrow. Minnesota and Colorado play each other tomorrow. That's one to keep an eye on. Um, Can they neither get a point? Is that a thing where neither team gets a point? I don't think so. Um, So I pick your poison on that one. Uh, Someone's going to have to win it um and uh, that's all that really matters as far as the standings go oh dallas plays tomorrow as well but they seem they got 80 points they're probably uncatchable at this point for the hawks all right we're gonna take a quick time out because we have to because we're required to if the podcast wants to sound right then we'll come back with the three stars of the game my name is jay zawoski this is the madhouse chicago hockey podcast postgame show
0: To make sure millions of people are getting paid on time and in compliance, ADP is staying on top of each new piece of legislation. So when it comes down to it, ADP isn't just a payroll and HR company. We're the company that helps you navigate complexity. Learn more at ADP.com.
1: The three stars of the game are brought to you by our star real estate broker, Michael Elwood of REMAX First Service. Serving all your real estate needs in the Chicagoland area. 708-675-1600. Number three star of the game goes to Dylan Secura. No goals, no assists, but Pat Foley, Eddie Olchek said it all night. Probably his best game as a pro. Four shots on goal. Three other shot attempts that uh, were missed or blocked. He took two pucks away. Uh, It has no official block shots for him on the score sheet here, on the NHL.com score sheet. But the NBC Sports Chicago broadcast had him with three. And that was midway through the third period. So a really, really solid game for Dylan Secura. He was uh, outstanding tonight. Number two star of the game goes to Corey Crawford. He was excellent again, made 31 of 34 saves, uh, definitely kept him in the game in that second period where he stood on his head to keep the game close, and the number one star with two assists, including his 100th and 101st points of the season, Patrick Kane, two assists, like I said, 24:08 in ice time, four shots on goal, three more missed shots. Uh, he had a hit and a takeaway, really solid game from Patrick Kane again, just controls the puck every time he's on the ice uh, he is dangerous and it's been that way pretty much from start to finish this season so Kane picks up his 59th and 60th goal uh, assists on the season and his 100th and 101st points with that we're going to wrap things up thanks for listening to the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast post-game show my name is Jay Zawoski we have been brought to you by Triple Threat Sports for all your team outfitting needs, call Chris, 708-478-6090. Mariska's in Crest Hill, family-owned and operated since 1933. Chuck's Southern Comforts Cafe with locations in Burbank and Darien. Visit chuckscafe.com. Rabbit Brewing, the time has come for you to drink mythological-level craft ales. Visit the Southland legend Rabbit Brewing in Homewood, Illinois. And of course, Remax First Service, our star real estate broker, michael elwood 708-675-1600 find your dream home with michael elwood of remax first service thanks for listening we will be back with you very very soon james is actually in spring training in arizona but as far as i know he brought his podcast equipment with him so i will check in with him tomorrow morning when he sobers up and we'll make a plan for a big podcast but one way or the other uh, i will be here with you post game uh, after the next game i believe on thursday so with that Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, always listening and sharing and reading and reviewing and telling your friends about the Madhouse Chicago Hockey Podcast.
2: Hot flashes, irritability, intimate dryness, even unsatisfying sex. Hi, I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. A board-certified OB-GYN who has spent over 20 years helping women just like you safely find relief from these very natural symptoms without having to resort to hormones. To help my patients feel their best, I recommend products from Bonafide Health. Bonafide is a women's health company dedicated to providing women with non-hormonal and clinically validated products that work. Bonafide provides safe and effective solutions to manage a range of menopausal, sexual health, and PMS-related symptoms. That's why I recommend Bonafide products to my patients every day. In fact, I am also a bona fide medical advisor. What I like most is that Bonafide products provide women real relief without compromise. Ladies, don't waste another minute feeling less than your best. Go to hellobonafide.com and use code RADIO39 to save 20%. That's hellobonafide.com and code RADIO39.
0: These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Offer valid on subscription only.
2: With Metro by T-Mobile, your
0: hard-earned money goes further.